0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor... State Farm is there.
2: This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Good
3: morning.
4: This is going to be a, this is an interesting podcast because I don't know if we've ever had a reality, love, matchmaking guest on our show. And this is a show about relationships and love and the complexities and the differences. And this is somebody who... Found love in 90 days. Could you find love in 90 days, Roz? Um, You can't even find where your microphone (laughs) is. So I don't know if you're going to find out where love is.
3: Wow, thank you. The, The sweetest. He's so sweet, guys. He's been so sweet. He had back surgery. And when I tell you the definition of an a-hole, that's been that's been Eric for the last week. <laughs> wow. Anyways, um, and wow. you've been a witness right now. Oh, my phone just fell. Wow. You've been a witness right now by the behavior. Anyways, um, <laughs> I did fall in love in 90 days. Actually. I had
4: back surgery, first of all. I
3: said yeah, back surgery. I know. I did. And then, and
4: then you called me an a-hole.
3: Yeah. Back surgery, wow. a-hole are synonymous. Synonyms Is that a word? Some synonyms. Yeah, synonymous. Um, anyways, yeah, Eric had his ninth... <laughs> Back surgery, five for the neck and four for the lower back. They found a lot of scar tissue um, that was compromising his nerve and also attaching to the bone. So he thought he was going to go in for something very simple. It ended up being something more complicated. And he's been an a-hole. But let's give him a pass because I guess he's been in pain. Wow. so That was quite a shift but from I, 90 days. I had no
0: idea we were going to talk about that. I've been taking, um, I've
3: been taking good care of you, though. Anyways, yes. so yeah. Could you find so, love in
4: ninety days? Do you think you could fall in love? Wait, you were you were married before? I think the fans know that, or the listeners mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. Um, didn't you get married pretty quick?
3: I got engaged at three months, at ninety days, and then got married six, three months after that. So oh, I got wow. married. So you can
4: technically. How did that work out for you?
3: <laughs> it was blissful. It was wonderful. Really? And so love
4: and rainbows and butterflies.
3: Uh, no, it was nightmares and. <laughs> and darkness and lots of tears and, and sickness. So you actually did the ninety day challenge. <laughs> I you... have done. When I talked to Fernanda Flores, she's our guest. She's our youngest guest. I think she's twenty three. She's a baby. She can she could be our kid. Uh, so I have a lot of co- in common with Fernanda. I can't wait to to exchange stories. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> got
4: I got engaged well, after like eighteen months.
3: Okay, that's fast.
4: I mean, yeah, I guess, but also very young. And mm-hmm. then got married maybe 18 months later. Didn't work out. But I also think there's something to like finding love very young. I mean, everybody thinks they know it all at a young age. And everybody I remember being told all the time, You're too young, you're too young. And I was like, No, I know what I'm doing. I got this. I feel it. You know when it's right. But I think there's truth to being too young, like not really knowing yourself.
3: There's a lot of truth. I think is everything I don't think
4: it's impossible. People do I, it all the I time. I think it's but- impossible. You think it's impossible?
3: I think nowadays, Danny, I think, Pino. Danny Pino fell in love with his junior high. But it was different times. You know, I think nowadays kids grow so fast and everything is so ac- accelerated. And I think these kids nowadays is a different DNA altogether. I think that they should enjoy life. And when they're in their late 20s, it's when you, you should start thinking about the possibility of settling down. getting married, and and claiming that you're madly in love and you found the one at 21, 22, 23, 24, I, I, I'm not all, I, I did it based on my experience. No, you're still a baby. You're a baby.
4: Let me ask you this, because I know she's doing, and we'll talk more to her, you know with her about this, but she's doing this 90 day, the single life now. And it's all about documenting what it's like, sort of dating, Just all the single. social media apps. No, but like when we grew up dating, it was basically like you went to a bar or you went somewhere and you saw somebody and you said, hi. Now all these apps, like I think that's something that I would have done well with. I think I would have done well with dating apps. Could you?
3: Why do you (laughs) say?
4: I would love the dating app game. Why? I love first dates. I think their first dates are a blast. Okay. Um, It's a great, easy way to meet a bunch of people and just sort of go through the process quickly. Okay. Could you have done well with dating
3: apps? I don't think so.
4: I don't think so either. I think I you know. would have been a nightmare on dating apps. I would
3: have been a nightmare. It's very possible.
4: Well, I, I mean, I also think it's more challenging for women. I mean, you're trusting off of an app that the person is like not a killer, or not a weirdo, and you got to go meet them yeah, somewhere. No, I wouldn't.
3: I, wouldn't I would like be more it. nervous Listen, as my daughter
4: on a dating app versus myself. Oh, son. I hate
3: it, Isabella. Don't even think about it. You know, we know people that have that met um, through a dating app and they got married they're like, well, and well, they're, they're, they're happy. Com, like yeah, Match.com, and yeah. they're actually happy. To me, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think is, I don't think it was, it was for me.
4: No
0: i don't hmm.
3: know so the so you never did it it didn't exist you're right it didn't exist yeah
4: you swept exist. me up apparently you swept the asshole up um <laughs> too <laughs> too early for him to get his dating app game on
3: good i'm glad well no maybe you should have
4: done it. wow
3: <laughs> i'm joking uh um, are, are
4: you though are you though
3: uh, am i
4: that's the that's the key i here.
3: am i am joking all right. Anyways, well, I'm looking forward to so, talking
4: with her. This is going to be fun. I, I want to know, I mean, look, this is not just a normal 90 day situation. She was from Mexico. She was not a US citizen, which is part of the, the show she was on 90 day fiance. Her partner was a citizen. They, you know, she comes over on a visa and they have to have an agreement that they're going to get engaged and plan their wedding.
3: Okay, so yeah, so Eric, Fernanda Flores, she's a fitness model and TV personality who came into the limelight after she made her debut on season six of the hit reality TV show, Natty Day Fiancé, six seasons, that's crazy. The show brought her to the US in 2018. However, she eventually established herself as a US citizen on her own, independent of the show. She's starting in Natty Day, the single life that follows her life and the struggles of being single. I cannot wait. To talk to her.
4: Let's see what this is all about. Let's bring in Fernanda.
3: Fernanda Flores.
4: Well, welcome to our show. Thanks for being here with us.
2: Thank you for having me.
4: Absolutely. This is uh this is we're really interested in this conversation. We're excited to talk to you because we we were just discussing our previous, you know, we're we're married in real life. It's been 13 years of marriage now. 13
3: together and almost 16? 16, no, 16 together, 13 married. And and 15 married, yes. Uh, All of our numbers
4: we just said were completely wrong. (laughs) That's how insane we are. Listen, for a
3: a long time. time. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Over a decade. But we both were previously married before at at a young age. I got married at 25. You got married at what age? I got 24. 24. And we were talking about just, you know, how. First of all, you did a show called 90 Day Fiance,
5: mm-hmm. um,
4: let alone you know, meeting someone and having to be engaged within 90 days and get married within 90 days. Not, not just that, but you're from Mexico. He mm-hmm. was a US citizen, right? This is part of the show. You come mm-hmm. over on a visa and you have 90 days to seal the deal, get yep. married and yeah. see if it works, right? So the pressure's on from the show standpoint, but also the real life scenario of oh. like 90 days of falling in love.
2: Yes, it's really stressful when you're trying to um, decide if that person is your right partner, when you're trying to get to know that person in their environment, you know, and, and it's a, a lot of information at once. And when there is a lot of sh- uh, culture shock, when you are mm-hmm. moving to a total new country, new language, new rules, new everything. So it's a challenge. <laughs>
4: But you two met at, um, maybe I'm right, right around, but at a club or a bar in Mexico, right? You met out in the social scene. He was there on vacation. You guys hit it off.
2: Vacation as well. Yeah, we met, we met in vacation at a club, actually. And it was really fun. <laughs> it was
4: love at first sight, or you just were like, wow, this is fun. This guy's cool. I'm into him.
2: Um, so um, I was dancing in the dance floor with my friend, and he was like, bar his table and he was looking at us and like looking at me and and making you know faces and like smiling and like dancing and like we were like looking at each other for a long time then he finally approached me afterwards and he asked me to dance and then we just started dancing and we got alone and he he spoke a little bit of Spanish I didn't spoke any um English at all so he's half Puerto Rican half Cuban so um, we could communicate each other a little, and then we exchanged information. He came back to Mexico multiple times, and we just maintained a long-distance relationship for a year and a half. So oh, okay. he to move uh, forward. So he was basically my first boyfriend, my first everything. And, um, you know, coming from a Hispanic background, I had that pressure of my family of like, okay, you got to get going on this if you, you know, um, want to be with this man, then you got to get married. So that's made sense for us to be together. And also for me to feel like I was doing the right thing. How how old were you? Uh, When I met him, I was 18. And when I got married, I was 19.
4: (laughs) Wow. So wait, so, but you did do a long distance relationship for a year and a half. It wasn't just like 90 days and you had to, you fell in love you guys had had established some foundation over a period of time, which is, you know, year and a half. It's like we said, when we talked before you came on, I got engaged after a year and a half of knowing somebody. I was 22 at the time. Um, I
3: got engaged really fast. I was telling Eric, I got engaged after three months of oh, meeting wow. somebody. Yeah. yeah. Also a culture shock because he um, is from Liverpool, from, from England. Oh. Um, yeah. Eric is American, born and raised here in, in LA. I'm Puerto Rican, born and raised in Puerto Rico. He is uh, fully American, but it's more similar than a Puerto Rican with an American because since we are American citizens, um, yeah. it's, it's different from like Puerto Rican with an English man. That was also eight years, I believe, older than me.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. But I mean, but listen, but white, and, and this is, I guess, a difference between me, but like white and Latino is also very different. Like we have yes. very different upbringings and backgrounds, yeah. but I just happened to grow up in a very Mexican. Eric um, thinks he's Mexican. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> on my inside, I have brown pride. From
3: La Puente. La Puente. from La Puente. Yeah.
4: Like very Mexican neighborhood dated. All Latina my whole life, mostly Mexican my whole life. So when I met her, she was like, oh, wait, white guy coming up to me. What's that? You know, I don't understand. But I was like, this is normal for me. Uh, um, But so back to you, if you had established that you and it was your first sort of boyfriend, your parents were totally on board with you going, all right, I'm going to take off. I'm going to go to the U.S. and get married in 90 days.
2: No, nobody was, no, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nobody <laughs> was cool with it. Um, Everybody told me no. Um, Well, my mom and friends, everybody had their doubts, Uh, but I, I'm a very stubborn person. Like, tell me that I don't and I can't, and I'm not, and I'll show you, I, I I'm doing it.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
2: I feel like back there also in my, my mindset I had, I don't know, I, I was just in love and I wanted to be with this man and I wanted to be in his world because it was always about my world. You know, he will come to me, he will be this, you know, amazing man and really cool with my friends and my family. And he will gain the love of, of everybody around myself back in my country. So it just made sense for me. It was my dream man. And, and, and I was just really happy in that relationship. Unfortunately, it was not reality because yeah. one thing it's like, you know what they can come and, and show you and tell you and another thing it's like what they're actually are and you know how they are their environment their relationship with their family and it's a lot of other things that you don't realize and then afterwards when you when you get to know that person 100% then you, you you're like oh no this is not what I Surprise
3: like, oh. yeah whose yeah. idea was it to be part of the show?
2: It was his idea um so I before I get this question all the time. So before I heard about this show, I never watched reality TV ever. Um, I Since I was young, like 13 years old, my life was also really busy. So I'm the oldest of, of my family. I had to take care of my brother and my sister. I had a lot of responsibilities growing up um, in a young age. So my life, there was no time to watch TV. Mm. Um, but I watched a little bit of it and I'm like, well, this is, really crazy because it's a lot of drama but then he said you know it's going to be good for for business and and in the future it can be a good thing and I at this point I will I will do anything he will say so I agree with that and I wasn't really I wasn't really sure what I was getting myself into mm. but then I did this show and it was a really cool experience in the sense that I learned a lot about production and I liked it and somehow um but yeah, it was it was
4: it was a good experience. It opened up your eyes, obviously, to a whole other industry world, possibilities yeah. for career, all of that. But you flooded your your personal relationship with cameras, questions, like flies on the wall and every conversation. I'm sure that's it's gotta be brutal.
5: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
6: State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24 7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts.
3: and let me ask you so you say saying that that you you got to meet the real man right like what was it so different so when he would go to mexico he gained everybody's trust you were in love the guy was lovely then you moved to the states to be with him you start doing the show what signs did you start seeing that you were like mm, you know what i don't know if i'm into this or he's not who i thought he was you know what were those signs
2: you know what? You know what so so funny to me well my grandma who's uh, he she she just passed away actually earlier this year it was really hard for me Sorry. she's he was basically my mother she raised me and she always will give me like a good advice on everything and when I tell her you know I really want to move like she asked me is this is this really what you want? And I, and I told her, like, I just want to be happy, and he makes me happy, and that's what I want, right? She's like, okay, Miha, like, I know that you have what it takes to be a good wife, but I'm not sure if this man has what it takes to be a good husband. Oh, my goodness. Those were her words. And I remember I would tell her, like, yeah, I trust he's, like, he's and she was just, like, she wasn't sure that he was ready to the marry. I don't know why. Like, she loved him. Because she would be cooking for him a week before he even came mm. to visit, and like she loved this guy as well, but she had her doubts. And when I moved there, yeah, I did realize that you know he lied a lot. He said many things that were not truths. He appeared to be a certain person. And we got home; there were there was not even electricity. That's how oh, it was wow. the thing. Oh, yes, no. so. I realized that there were a lot of debts. That there were a lot of, you know, financial problems. As well oh
3: no! As family
2: problems. Yes, and then, I I mean, going like that in a marriage is a really hard situation because you you you're naive, and then you 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 start to realize all these things that you don't know how to handle. And uh, to me, I think it was the biggest thing was also the family relationship. Like how he talked to his mother and like how they really hated each other and how like coming mm-hmm. from a very loving family where mm-hmm. my grandparents respect each other so much and they love each other so much and it was just very shocking for me to see all those things and and disappointment then another disappointment and then, then when i couldn't handle it no more wow. i wasn't in love of him anymore i didn't want to be with that person and it was really tough um in top of that you add to it the attention of the show, the drama, mm-hmm. the whole, you know, the whole uh, pressure of family, friends and, and my family, and me trying to appear, everything is perfect, everything is good, don't oh, wow. worry. You know, I, I got it, yeah, it was like a lot. And then I couldn't handle it. So the way how I handle it, it was a totally different way than, than he handled it. So we just kind of deal with that in separate ways.
4: But you did actually end up getting married at the end of the show, right?
2: oh yeah we did yes so we the show gives you those 90 days to get married and well not the show that the government as well so it is really tough um in my mind once that you know I I was realizing all these things he did come up as we're gonna make it through like I have a plan this is Mm -hmm. what we're gonna do and and try to work things out work things through but in the bottom of my heart I kind of know then it was like it was too it it was gonna be too hard so
4: the pressure you actually got married under all this pressure of knowing because
2: of the pressure of everything everybody was just waiting for that and my family they're very religious as well we were already living 90 days without being married and it was like you married now like when when, you would like because it was it was bad like you're supposed to not live with a person when you're um when you're not married at at the beginning of you know of my life by myself I did felt the guilt and I did felt like I needed to make my family proud of myself by doing the right thing so I felt that social pressure plus also the fact that he was everything I I knew and had um where we lived um
4: he was like your lifeline
3: in the U.S. and then you were married for how long
2: we were married actually for six months.
3: And that's it. And then you decided, I'm out. This is not working. I'm not, I'm unhappy. Was he able, did he take it easy and was able to let you go? Or was it a nightmare? Nightmare.
2: It was really tough. Um, it was really hard for him. I feel like even though when you're not a person that, um, because I, I just feel like the circumstances took the worst of both of us. And it was just a lot. For himself or myself, I also didn't um, deal with things in a correct way sometimes because I didn't know any better and mm-hmm. I didn't know how to do it right. So I, I don't blame him and I don't blame myself neither. It's just the way how things happened because uh, it was a lot and it's a, it, it can be a lot for any person. So um, I decided to leave for my own sh- uh, for my own health mm-hmm. and I didn't I wasn't leaving him. I just needed time off I just needed to figure things out within myself first because Mm -hmm. I was dealing in my head with a lot and he he took that as you're living me and I was like okay well if that's how you want to take it then that's fine but um but in the meantime that I was taking care of myself he like took five steps forward me and he just used whatever he could to uh Take the best of it for himself, and that affected me a lot—my mm-hmm. image, my life, my career, everything. And and he, well, I will—I would, would was—he didn't take it good because then he did everything he could to, to sabotage. Kind of like, yeah.
4: How does that? Um, I'm sorry to hear it. that. Sounds uh, like quite a journey, especially at your young age. That's a lot of knowledge to have to learn the hard way. Um, how does it work? And I'm actually not too versed on this because I I thought once you get married right you become an American citizen, yeah. but if you didn't if you were only married for six months was it an annulment or was it a divorce or does that citizenship get taken back by the government? You don't actually get the citizenship. How does that work?
2: So basically, if when I it's called a petitioner and it's a K one visa. So you as, as a, if you're a citizen, you request or you ask for a person in another country. So you fill up a bunch of documents and paperwork and you become the petitioner, which is also the sponsor. So when once they accept the person, it has 90 days to come, get married in, inside of the country, and then you have to apply for the exchange of status for getting a uh, um, um residence. Okay. So you be, you first become a residence, then you become a citizen. So, um, mm-hmm. the way how it works is that once thing you get married, you you have to apply for the change. The once then you have the change, you wait I think two, five to five years to apply wow. for citizenship. So it's a whole process. Um so if you you have to maintain married for two years in order to get the citizenship. I didn't know and, that. okay. yeah, so it's still like you are on um I don't know how to say this in English. You know, You're conditioned to uh uh-huh. condition to to maintain like the relationship uh through a through a certain point because the government, you know, it's easier for people sometimes to do it uh fake, fake. and yeah, then yeah. like, they want to know that it was a real marriage, it is a real relationship, that everything is true.
3: So then what happens if you get divorced after six months, then what yes. then what happens?
2: So you uh you have to either return through your country, or you ha- you can apply for something else if you have another sponsor in the U.S., like a family or a like a, pa- a parent or a cousin or somebody, uh, immediate So family. how do you do it? So, well, the thing is that my dad is an American, and my grandparents are also American from okay. my dad's side.
3: Okay.
2: Um, And I, you know, I could have come to the US before if I wanted it, but I grew up my mother and my dad, they're not together. So I grew up and I was raised on my mother's side Mm -hmm. with my grandma, the mom of my mother and my family back in Mexico. And I was really happy and I had a a good lifestyle there. So I never never crossed my mind like, oh, moving to America before because I was also too young. So when I met him, it just makes sense. And I also wanted to get closer to my family in in, in, in the States with my dad and my grandparents there. And also my dad has old, uh brother, well, siblings. I have siblings through my dad. ¿Y dónde vive tu papá? In Chicago.
3: Oh, por eso fue que fuiste a Chicago.
2: Sí. Oh, uh, well, okay. actually, and he, my ex, he's from Chicago. Oh, uh, wow. uh, and his mother and all his family live in Chicago. Not in the city, but like, 40 minutes away and also my family live like in the suburbs of Chicago okay so when when we were in our relationship that was the plan that was the what he promised me he said okay I live right now in North Carolina there is my business we save some money then we move to Chicago where your family is my family is and it was it's gonna be easier for me to also build a life for myself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was what I was promised but it never happened and uh, i I did want it to be around family because I was isolated back in uh, North Carolina. And uh, I did that. i I started living with my grandparents. I started getting therapy and doing you know a little bit of myself because I needed to be around people that love me. I was really, really destroyed. Mm. and um and it was good for me, you know, And my family support was the best thing could happen to me in that moment because, I felt like I wasn't alone and I had them here as well. And if I wanted it to preserve a life here by myself, I didn't need him. I could do it on my own with my family. It's beautiful. And I think,
4: Yeah, no, that's, that's an amazing beautiful. story because you could have easily just gone back to Mexico. You could have gone back to what was safe.
2: I swear that happened through my mind many times. Like my mom would be like, just come just back. Just come home. Yeah. Just, just come you You have a whole life here too. Like. Well, and then I thought of it doing it a lot of a lot of times, but again I'm so stubborn. And he told me many times, "You're not gonna be able to do it. I'm not gonna be there for you. you don't even speak English well. You don't know how to use the train. Like all these things of you're not capable of doing. You're not gonna do." He it, it made me say, "You know what? I'm gonna do it, not for you, but for myself mm-hmm. and showing everybody that I'm capable of doing." It. Within six months, I was already living in the city in my own apartment and doing my own thing. So. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm don't regret anything that happened to me because that gives me the, the strength I needed to succeed there.
4: Yeah. Maybe I I a lot of kudos too. Cause I didn't know, <clears throat> you know, these people, it, this is a conversation that comes up outside of the show that you were on, but like, Oh, somebody coming here, getting married just for citizenship. It's not that easy. You can't just go get married and get citizenship. It's a process mm-hmm. you have to be, I did I had no idea, be with a person for mm-hmm. two to five years to actually get that. Yeah. And you, um, you know, chose what was best for you. You did the right thing for your health, for your sanity, for your life. It wasn't about citizenship. It was about your heart.
3: You know, it's so crazy. Like this is how when you you do things so young and you have no idea (laughs) what hits you. Like you're explaining the whole process. When I got married, I was 24 and Mm -hmm. I was a citizen because I'm Puerto Rican, right? I have citizenship and he didn't. And there was a lot of back and forth about paperwork and visa and work visas and all these things. I never paid attention to anything because it wasn't my business. I didn't even know what he was talking about. And then when we got uh, separated uh, three years, like a year and a half, and then I left. And then a year and a half later, the divorce was finalized, you know? So out of three years, we were together only like a year and a half. But I remember that he was always stressing and freaking out about this citizenship time frame, but the time frame and it was so specific and the lawyers and to this day i have no idea how he went down what did Is he, he end citizen? up doing mm-hmm. i have no idea
4: well here's the funny no idea. <laughs> here's that's how so crazy and
3: immature that we are that we're so young and we don't we don't yeah. think about repercussions we don't think about about what's happening he you know? might
4: actually be a citizen because we were married for like five years and she found out she was still actually married to him our lawyer found out, and there was some weird like divorce thing that was So wasn't... what
3: does it mean that he's a citizen? I have no That's idea. That so was it... funny! Yeah, was yeah. this has she... to me, you married to two people! people.
4: <laughs> yeah, she was married to me for like a while. Isn't that we crazy? We even had our kid already. Yeah, and then, yeah and then it came up somehow that there was like a mistake in paperwork, and she was getting phone calls going, I'm still married to my ex? What? And our lawyers that have been involved. Yeah.
3: He left me. Yeah. He left me a voicemail. And I said, Oh my God. Uh, He's trying Eric. to
4: apply for something. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Gary's calling oh, me. He wow. needs to talk to me. And I was like, What? Question. Did
5: you
2: have kids with this no,
3: guy? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. Thank God. And the same thing with you, because I think yeah. life would will would be, would be so different if there are kids involved, you know?
2: I can't imagine going through all the things that I went through with the baby. Hell oh, no,
4: yes. No, no, no. Yes. So now your life is in a different place. It, well, I mean, th- there's gonna be a couple uh, questions here within this. So you were doing 90 Day the Single Life, which is a new version of the show, right?
2: Mm-hmm. But
4: are you in fact single now?
2: Well, actually, right now I have a boyfriend. But... Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean you're off 90 Day Single Life, or does that mean?
2: No. Well, the 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 90 Day Single Life show, it's basically um, cast members from the actually 90 Day Fiancé show. Okay. They uh, choose six people from the uh, nineties season, I believe they are. And from these six people, they follow through their single lives. So it's only sing- people that got to um, be in the States and now they're single, like their relationship didn't work out and now they're on their own. So I'm one of those six and they follow my single life in the sense of how, you know, how I got back on dating, how I, um, you know, I, I went through all these things and and I, just uh i'm kind of like building my life alone in the states so it's really interesting um the dating situation as well is really tough because after you experience uh those the marriage and divorce and you go through those hard times it's really hard to get back on dating it's really hard to get back on trusting somebody and believing in love and especially when you were you know were thinking in like um, Princess dreams, like you—you were just so naive. Can I ask you something? Um, Were
3: you—were you ever? Because we got married so young. You even younger, you know. Did it ever cross your mind that I I was so embarrassed? You know, because I was—I was young, and I was like, oh my god, now I have to go back out there, you know, and 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 meet new people. I'm so embarrassed to say, oh yeah, I've been married. I'm divorced. I was like, like, who, who's going to want that, you know? And it took me a lot of growing up to realize, Ross, it doesn't matter. You're a wonderful girl. You know, it's like, anybody would be lucky. It's like, it's okay. You had that experience. You learned a lot, you know, of course, when we think about it, um, I love, and I appreciate that you said, I don't regret it because I learned like crazy. The same thing yeah. with me, you know, I had wonderful times at times, you know what I mean? It's like, not everything is bad. You know, it was just unfortunate, um, do I wish that I didn't go through that so young and maybe have chosen a different path? Yeah. But the reality is, no, I'm not going to regret it because I learned like crazy. I learned what I didn't want for my life, you know, and that's such a valuable lesson. But I remember having those moments of going, Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. Did you ever go through that?
2: Yeah. Multiple times, especially, especially with, with, situations and guys that I really like I it was like okay this is a good guy it's it's, it could be something out of here Mm. and then you 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 do you do have those insecurities and you you feel kind of ashamed of embarrassed um of of that but honestly I feel like therapy helped me so much to realize that what happened to me I'm not going to become what happened to me. I'm going to overcome and I'm going to be proud of my past because that's who I am. And the person that is going to be with me is going to accept and respect that Mm -hmm. because I went through a lot and it was really hard and I am becoming a better person than that. So I feel like once that I got that clear within myself, anybody that will come up to me and make me feel or want to make me feel bad about that, then I will cut it off right away.
3: Beautiful. Beautiful.
2: Yeah. So I, I feel like that's a, one thing that makes women, when you are in a relationship or a situation or marriage, whatever it is that it's, you know, you're not happy. Then this is not serving you. Then this is not going to be any, any good for you and your future. And you want to separate or get divorced and take that step. That's what comes through your mind. What am I going to do after? I'm going to be a failure. My family is going to be disappointed. Everybody, like you think of all those things mm-hmm. that are going to become afterwards. And that's what stops you from doing it. So it's crazy, you know.
3: Okay, so you the the show ended, the ninety mm-hmm. day fiance. How long before you got that phone call inviting you to be part of ninety life. day single life?
2: Well, the thing is that even before uh, even before we separated, we got offered to be in an and follow show. So there is like a bunch of other mini series after the ninety day. Okay. Fiance. And he, of course, you know, he loved the thing. He he was the one getting the money because at that time I didn't get my work permit yet. So I couldn't get paid.
4: Oh, he, so ah! he was pocketing everything uh, too? Uh,
3: was he giving good. you your your fair card? Was he giving you money? Oh, I'm going oh to punch God. him. I want to punch him. Okay.
2: When I uh, separated and I went to my grandparents, my debit grand card got caught. My oh. phone got <laughs> stolen. And it wasn't stolen, it was my phone. Yeah, a lot of things that yeah, very oh, unfair, no. very very unfair. Oh no. Yeah, didn't but um, but at the same time, you know, and that and that that moment it was when I said I'm not filming, I'm not filming anymore, I'm not getting paid, I'm not getting anything good out of it. So I kind of avoid the producers and I just cut off all of that because even you know my own my own family is like, what are you doing it then? Then if you're not getting anything, yeah. And at that time, yeah. I didn't also know how to handle my social media in a way to make myself a profit. So um, it was like, no, 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 just bad things happening for me. So I stopped that until I got back on my feet and I kind of figured out my way to uh, be there again and being able, strong enough to tell what happened and my story and, and stand up for myself. But in the meantime, it was a big gap that, you know, other people took advantage of. So it was really hard. So I decided to film back with uh, the show when they offered me on uh, the single life. And just because the concept of the show, it was not about that anymore. It was about me and my life moving forward. And it's when I say, okay, fine. Because I just didn't want to be involved with anything of that.
4: And if he was sort of your first experience being out there, dating, doing all these things in your own country, now you're in another country, completely single, trying to navigate everything. We were laughing beforehand of just like when we were single, you know, social, social media didn't exist. All these dating apps didn't exist. None of this stuff was around. We sound like grandparents, but that, I mean, like none of that happened. Like you just went to a bar (laughs) and you met somebody. Now you're in this world where you can meet anybody just like DM. You can go meet somebody on Instagram. You can meet somebody on a dating app. Was that intimidating? Was that fun? Was that, what was your thought process?
2: Um, at what point
4: now? No, like when you, before you found your can now you have a boyfriend. When you started the single life, when you started getting yeah. out there, was that fun? That whole,
2: Well, you know what? I feel like at the beginning, when I first, um, when I got separated and then my ex was right away with someone and then he got engaged right away. We were not even divorced. Like there were a lot of things that happened over and over that I was not over my relationship just yet, because when I married, I meant it. Like within myself, I don't know if you guys. If I, I hope that that happened with you when you got married, mm-hmm. you just make your mind and that's your person, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So within myself, I feel like to cut that boundary because it's a a deal with you do within yourself and realizing that was over. It took me a minute, so I couldn't really like put myself out there, you know, living with my grandma. Like it was not a thing. So. I didn't put myself on dating until I would say when I finalized my, finalized my divorce when it was quarantine happened. So oh, wow. okay. I, yeah, so I write signed my final paperwork uh, one day before things shut down in Chicago because of quarantine. So then I did with the quarantine thing and I kind of, you know, I was on, on that back and forth with a you guys and here and there, but it wasn't a good experience because i couldn't go on dates or I couldn't go like out and things like that so it was weird
3: yeah for oh sure goodness.
4: dating during quarantine
3: so what's happening now fernanda now are you still shooting the single life is that still filming or you're done with that filming
2: well we we did film the first season which is uh, uh well the single life season one and that's our finish and everything okay all other things coming up so i can't really talk the details about it but it's just other stuff coming and then the single life season two as well
3: and so you're going to do single life season two you're going to be part of it
2: Okay. even even yeah. even Either if you have a boyfriend? boyfriend
3: they let you be part of it even if you have a boyfriend
2: well yeah the thing is that um well the show films you and your process going on, on dates and then um dating like the fact that you are dating you're not single but you're dating uh but it's part of the show it's part of the show like
4: okay dating. got it so you could break up i mean hope you don't but you could break up you could date again <laughs> i mean they want to see that
2: yeah that and so life it's
4: and, it's
3: unfold. An and this season yeah. that that you're dating that, okay your boyfriend now it's been on camera so everybody knows who he is or is it we secret met
2: him on camera, but not as my boyfriend so we were roommates before also we-
3: oh, it's, it's a boxer it's a roommate the german
2: yeah ah, okay
3: anyway you were roommate, you were
4: roommates before you started dating like you were just friends like roommates like
3: roommates yeah when yeah. she moved to miami but
4: wait you were roommates during quarantine
2: no no no, 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 no. no. Oh, okay because
4: so, okay. No. i was like so of this, course she became <laughs> <laughs> he started hooking up he's in quarantine
2: okay let me give you like a recap so i started recording the single life uh, right after quarantine uh-huh. so I'm, at this point, I'm like, you know, separated and single for a year and a half. I go through the divorce. I'm dealing with some stuff, whatever. I finalized the divorce. I go in quarantine. I get the opportunity to be in single life. And then I get by myself and dating and also doing the show at the same time, right after quarantine happened. We finished filming that show and I was kind of done with Chicago at that point. And I say, I'm moving to Miami because I, since two years before then, I wanted to move to Miami because i just liked it and then uh, i was coming very often here in those two years that i live in chicago every two months for work or whatever and then i met my uh boyfriend now on the boxing gym i started also uh, getting into boxing so i met him there and uh the owner of the gym he uh he's like kind of his manager so we we just like got along because I was also training with the owner of the gym. He was training me and he was always around and we just like became friends. I didn't like him at first. I was like, "What the hell does he think he is? He was like very like playing cool. So <laughs> I didn't like him, but then uh, we just, you know, we just stay in touch. And then I was looking for an apartment and his lease was up. He was also looking for an apartment. He gave me his realtor number and then his realtor well you guys like you guys looking for the same thing and then one bedrooms are so like right right now and or either like googling so expensive so would you consider a two-bedroom and then we're like "Mm." so we you know it came up of like okay let's be roommates and um we ended up just moving in together and then
4: the rest (laughs) you okay hold on you move in together and yeah, there are is no, no there's nothing happening. You're just roommates for like a month, a week, a day. Like how long till you're like okay?
2: Well, it was it was tricky because I was travel, traveling a lot for work. So I traveled to New York, and then my grandma. Well, actually, that same time my grandma passed away. So I was I was trying to put my move, my move on hold, but we already like were really into the apartment situation and everything. So he kind of pushed me to like make my move. He was like, we've been looking for a place for a long time. Like you have to, and your grandma would like you. we wouldn't like you to stop your plans. Like she would like you to move forward. And he kind of like, he was just there when I most needed that somebody. Okay. And the way he do, he was just present. Um, It helped me a lot to go through mm-hmm. certain things. So he was my friend, mm-hmm. but one thing to another, it just made yeah, it just happened. Yeah, so
4: you didn't cr- you didn't cross the line right away. You were roommates for a little no. while. You were friends for a little while, and uh, then eventually somebody knocked at somebody's door.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're kind of like really um, into our our professional lives. You know, he's like very disciplined. He's an athlete. He's like very into just working out. My food, my. Like very, very disciplined. And myself as well. I was like with a mindset of I'm moving to Miami to look for more opportunities, to take my career to the next level. Like I was so, so very on it. And he knew that. So we both like understood each other a lot in the sense that he's from another country. He doesn't have many friends and family. He understands how I feel, especially going through that hard time. So he knew how just be there for me. And I, I didn't ask for it. He didn't purposely dated he was just like just so like like genuine and uh, we fall in love like we just yeah how old is he uh he's 31
3: how old are you now
2: 23
3: so what's the age difference there seven years okay okay 20, all right, so you eight. are with the boxer. Okay,
2: <laughs> sounds good. You guys
3: are happy. That's great. Listen to Your me, roommates. I
2: understand that there is a stigma, but not all boxers are the Listen, same. my
3: ex-husband was a boxer, so I know all about it. Girl, call me. Call me at I,
2: really <laughs> I know. I know. I heard that too. I saw some information. I was just trying to get to know you guys a
3: little. Of course, better. yeah. That was funny. <gasps> Oyeme, so, Fernanda. So, nací y criada en México, una familia super unida, super bonita. Eras casi mamá de tus hermanitos. You moved to the States with crazy circumstances, right? Aprendiste tu lección, pudiste salir de ese paquete, como yo le digo. Ahora estás tranquila. You're in Miami, you're happy, you're in a committed relationship, somebody that respects you that is genuine. You're very happy. I'm so glad. Okay. God has given you this platform, this opportunity, right. To, Mm -hmm. to be known, right. To, to have a say, to have a, a lot of, um, social media following, to be able to get your life straight. Uh, you're on a TV show, you know, you are, you're doing what millions, thousands of girls come to this, this country for, right. What is your North? You're here. You're working, but if you can close your eyes and say, okay, you know what? I made it this far. I'm still young. I'm beautiful. I'm healthy. This is my North. This is my plan. This is what I'm going to accomplish. So I can go back to my parents one day and say, mom, dad, look what I did. Is it a business woman? Is it a model? you want to be an actress, a personality? You just want to get married and be happy. What is your North? Oh, I
2: want to have my own business. Um, Oh, nice. Yeah. So I, um, I had a lot of dreams when I was younger. You know, I had a lot, a lot of dreams, but um, living in in the circumstances I left, I always had what I needed and I'm very grateful. My family, everybody is so hardworking and I'm so happy to been raised in the environment I was raised because it's what helps me to stand out of even my model girlfriends and everybody that I have met because I have that, I know how it is like to live with only what you need and have to work so hard for something just a little more. And I, that's always there. And I'm so grateful every day for everything I have. So that's kind of like what it, it's making me successful. And it helps me to be successful. So <clears throat> I'm very grateful of that. Uh, but I'm also very ambitious. And I just want, I know that I'm capable of doing a lot of things. And a lot of good things. And I'm, I'm, I take myself um i say i i say myself like yes you're doing okay but that doesn't last long like i'm already thinking of what the is going to be the next that's me. thing mm-hmm. um so i always been interested in fashion and that was my dream okay be a designer and uh, have my own label and have my own clothes and have my own um designs so um in where i am from there is no schools for uh, fashion there is now many opportunities what part of Mexico? I am from Buenajuato, Mexico. Okay. So, Mexico. so the city is very industrial. So it, either you will become an engineer or you know in the in the industrial part of it, like you could be successful in the city. Uh but not in fashion, not in modeling, not in anything anything like that. So um I could have gone with my mom was always like if you really want to get into it like Go to Monterrey or Ciudad de Mexico, Mm where my family will always be to support me. However, when I went to high school, I started working on my uncle's tailor shop. So that was like Mm. my yeah my second thing, and I started just fixing clothes, cutting, making pants shorter, like just like fixing. Diseñando, claro,
3: diseñando tus cositas.
2: So I started just uh, learning little by little and actually I I worked there for 3 years and at the end of my high school I did design my own um graduation dress. So yes, so those 3 years was uh, you know very good for me because I learned from scratch. I was making a little bit of money and it was like a bunch of 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 good things in there and I always felt so passionate and even though my life was so busy I would make myself time for that and I'd be up until 2 a.m. just doing things. And um, I always liked it, but I never saw it as a possibility of, um, I'm I'm going to make money out of this. Like, that's going to be my my business. So until now, you know, I somehow, I always wanted to be into fashion. So I started being a model. I got the opportunity to sign with an agency. So I signed with this agency in, in Chicago. They promoted me to Miami. They promoted me to L.A., they to New York. They, they, you know, I started working with all these designers and being a Mexican and Kirby. And it, it, I kind of break a lot of standards in the industry as well. And I learned so much that it just, it was, everything happened so quick. And I just collect data. Like I just like learn from this designer, mm-hmm. learn from this one way, learn from that campaign, learn from, like, I just learned so much. And I'm so grateful for that. But that's what I did the past two years. But now I actually, this Miami Swim Week, I, I watched myself and and I'm like this is not improving like you're not making more money it's the same thing that's two years it's even a little harder because after COVID designers don't have the same budget like there is many things that I just consider like I question myself and I'm like this is it you did it you learned the side of it as a model and now you know how to treat your models and I said that to myself, and now I'm developing my own collection for hopefully launch next year.
3: You nice. are you you're wearing something that you that you design, right? That's the you have a capsule. Yes. enséñame, uh-huh. enséñame. Yes,
2: so actually here I have the mini design. Ah, of lindo. It. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yes. So I'm wearing the adult design, which is this a dress. I'm gonna stand at you. Guys. Yes, Can let's see, see it. it. Como una
3: túnica, yeah, nice. lindo, claro.
2: Um. The material is also very uh, fresh. So you can even use it as a cover-up for a beach, a beach dress, and especially me living here in Miami. So that's what I kind of want to go to. Um, I want to stay through. I'm very proud of my culture. I'm mm. very proud of Mexican. And, you know, this collaboration with Corbel, it gave me the opportunity to develop my dreams. And it yeah. was very, um, it was... <sighs> I didn't expect it at all. It was just like happened and the campaign and the, the the things that they requested kind of also forced me to just jump on it. And I always, you know, when you want to do something, but then you always hesitate yourself for some reason or another. And then this thing pre- that comes and then I'm just forced to just do, do, do it. it. And I, yes, and it, it just, it was a great thing for me because then I just did it. And 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 I'm so happy of what I, you know, what I designed and where it came from. Um, to reality and this in these little mini designs as well because you know not just myself but also making the whole team proud and it's just really cool <laughs> that's
3: awesome really i'm so proud great. of you good for you
4: what an amazing journey of i know oh, yeah, man. And yeah it's, you're, you're, you're just up. lovely
3: fernanda you're lovely and and thank you so much uh for giving us a little bit of your time and telling your. um being so honest, you know, and transparent about, about what sure. you've been going through, you know, because it's not easy, you know, as a, at a young age to be like, this is who I am, this is what I, this is what happened to me, I want to share it, and so hopefully you learn something from it. You know, it's very brave. So thank you for that. And te voy a dar un consejo. I'm going to say this part in Spanish, okay? Because it's it's, right. it's more comfortable for me. Te voy a dar un consejo. Yo, yo tengo 48 años, yo puedo ser tu mamá, okay? Después que escucho toda tu historia, si por alguna razón... Dios no lo quiera. La relación con este chico, con tu novio, por alguna razón, X o Y, no importa, no funciona. ¿Ok?
0: Uh-huh.
3: Y tú tienes que tomar la decisión de continuar sola. No le tengas miedo a estar sola. Un ratito. Un ratito. Single life is not a bad thing. Especialmente porque tú estás bien jovencita y tienes un mundo por delante y te tienes la oportunidad de tener sueños y oportunidades que se te están presentando. Dedícate a tu carrera. Dedícate a convertirte en una superfigura poderosa en, el, en la industria de la moda. Dedícate a ser your own brand. You know, sometimes you get things that deviate and get too much. Take away from... Te, te, te llaman mucho la atención y te quitan energía de donde tienes que tener que estar canalizando la energía. So if it doesn't work, no sientas que tienes que estar con nadie en este momento. You're very young. You're very young.
2: ¿Sabes qué? Eso, es, um, eso es algo que yo creo muchos inmigrantes pasamos claro porque no tú sabes, tú sabes que, que si sí somos personas mujeres muy fuertes que, que tenemos muchos sueños y trabajamos muy duro pero desafortunadamente estar lejos de la familia estar lejos sí. de, de y en un mundo totalmente diferente la soledad pesa mucho sí mucho. y es algo bien bien difícil um to lidiar in in una manera correcta y yo creo que dos dos años que estuve soltera me dieron um me dieron la lección o me hicieron entender que no debo de por por esa soledad no debo de lower my extend, standards no, no okay and then being with just whatever whoever is there to make myself or feel that void yes. and not feel lonely. Yes. So I kind of understand that and I and I went through it. I'm not mm. going to lie. I I but at that, like at this point, I'm just very, um, like, I know that, like, tengo ese acknowledge bueno. thing in that sense. Claro. So, y, y eso fue la manera en la que yo dije, no voy a estar realmente con alguien hasta que esa, si esa persona no me contribuye. Que no
3: te complemente, no, que te que eleve, que te eleve. que mi carrera.
2: Sí, sí. No, so, a, estoy bien agradecida en el sentido de que y yo siento que eso en mi relación está ahí. Qué bueno. El apoyo incondicional, el apoyo de que sí tú haz ve um, sabes que alguien te, te, te empuje en vez de que te
3: That allows you to fly. Yeah, you want, because you want to fly. You want to fly in all levels, personal levels, all levels.
2: So, en todos los en todos los niveles y, y yo pues ahorita estoy muy a gusto muy contenta y, y, y en ese aspecto mi relación me apoya y me me, me eleva más que nada I mean... y me hace sentir uh, en familia también. Okay. ¿Sabes? Porque día yo digo, okay, um, ¿qué será de mí be- being so successful? But then I also, like, I'm always family-oriented mm-hmm. and, I, and I always like to be loved and love someone. So if you can find that, uh, why not to have it? Yeah, I think if you can manage to have both, why not? So yeah. that's what I'm, like, going for. However, I know that in the moment that it's not adding to me and, in, like, not... In, instead of adding and, and then just taking off claro. of, of me my focus on what i'm supposed to be doing then you know i, I know I, I have gone through way harder things that i know that i will you're gonna uh, be
3: fine and you just you're stay gonna you're, be I fine mean,
4: that whole conversation sounded beautiful she's gonna have to give me cliff notes on what actually transpired <laughs> as well for the rest of the listeners i think i picked up a lot of it yeah, do you speak Spanish? No, oh, no, no, horribly. No. Uh, horrible. But
2: he understands, he understands
3: a lot. <laughs> In the yeah. end of,
4: yeah, 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 a little bit. <laughs> but, I mean, she said it, you know it, just stay your path. As long as somebody is on that path with you and they're willing to hold your hand down it, it's a great path to be on. You know, and, yeah. and but that person's going to have a path too. That's the other thing. You uh, guys don't true. have to always be on the exact same path. You just have to be on a path that complements each other. And, you know, sometimes you journey into their path and they journey into yours. But as long as you're going like this, Still going the same direction, it's all good. When you start doing this and then go out of control, and one goes that way and that way, then you know you move on.
2: True.
4: You've learned a lot True. at a young age, so que hats bueno. off to you. Thank you for for Thank sharing you, your Fernanda. journey. Really, really great.
2: Appreciated. I really appreciate it. Que linda
3: bendiciones, suerte con todo. Cuídate, okay. mi amor. Bye, bye. bye, bye, bye. Bye. That was so interesting, and I loved. I love the outfit. She's really talented. You yeah. know, she did. This is a Corbell Sweet yeah. Rose. they team up with Fernanda for this bottle fashion collection in celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month. Now this, Eric, it's not uh, sold in stores. The capsule collection is only available through an exclusive social media giveaway. So if you want more information, you can visit Flores' Instagram. The account is at Fer Flores Official. Fer Flores Official.
4: That was a great story. First of all, let's translate i mean shortly translate what you just said
3: no i was just i just i mean i have a
4: feeling you were being like mom yes but, i was being a mom why yeah. do i do
3: that right like she didn't ask for my advice Zero. <laughs>
4: like this girl this girl <laughs> asked for your advice like not even for a second this girl's been on a crazier journey than you could ever have imagined i know but and i you're felt like, like i wanted to give like, her some advice let me tell you how to be better even no i didn't got, say no no, 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 no not that's better. not how let what me I, tell you how to, <laughs> Look after yourself, even though you've survived. Listen, everything. Eric
3: Winter. What I said was, I just wanted I was like sitting
4: here going, can she stop giving this girl? I, this girl could give you advice.
3: You she's think like so? 20, no, I'm Twenty-three, 23 and she can give I you am, advice. I'm double her life. Listen doesn't to me. Matter. No, she's, go listen. She, she said to me very clearly, "I, I believe she's in love." Said, I heard
4: her say, "She's like, I know I've been
3: through. I've been, it. I didn't know she was single." What, what I said was, if it's, this relationship doesn't oh work gosh. with this guy. And I hope it does. I really, really hope it does because she seems very happy. And I said, oh, God has given you an opportunity to do something really incredible with your life. So, so just be single and just, just dedicate time to yourself and become a brand and become that kick-ass businesswoman And don't feel like you need somebody next to you to, to feel like you're complete. That's basically what I said. I
4: hope one day she looks back and goes, wow, there was this moment on, he said, a that I realized I could do it. Because Rosalind said those words.
3: No, Eric, I'm I don't. i I'm not so full of myself to think <laughs> that that's what she's going to do. I'm not saying And my that. intention wasn't for that. her to be like, I basically, I felt compelled I know to you be did, like, a beautiful as story. a woman, you know, I because I've been where she's been at, you, to say, you're young, take your time, it's okay to be you alone. Because
4: ma- you married a boxer and it went sideways and she's with the boxer in no, your no,
3: you see this guy, it's like, I'm you're joking. just... just no, no, I know. It has nothing to do I with that. I know
4: you gave her beautiful advice. I'm teasing I, you. At
3: least I tried. And if she wants to take it, beautiful. Of she doesn't want to take it. it. She I'm, doesn't have to. It's I'm, okay.
4: I'm sure she took it lovely. But you said, why do I always go into mom mode? And you did.
3: Maybe because I'm a great mom. Yes, maybe that's why. Could it be that I'm a good mother? That could be why. And I you feel you like, like take if I have somebody that I can wing? give a useful advice, maybe this they will take it.
4: This is what I love. I love seeing women in mentorship roles. And you took an opportunity to be a mentor to somebody, even though they have crazy life experience, you took an opportunity to share some of your thoughts, hoping that maybe
3: they could use that advice
4: someday. I, I give you, I give There'll you a, lot be of credit some, for that. a
3: little something that I said. It can, can be a syllable that one day she's going to be like, oh, "I remember this thing that this girl said to me once." You know, it has happened to me many times with people that come into my life for one day and they say something that is life changing, and 100%. I appreciate it. Anyways, right, this is beautiful. You. Gracias, whatever to you. It was beautiful. Thank you, guys. I love you.
4: Do you? Because you called me an asshole at the start of the whole thing. <laughs> I
3: didn't say asshole. I was say a-hole.
4: But it's basically asshole. A-hole. Okay.
3: I love I love my a-hole so much.
4: <laughs> that's weird. That's like that's actually very awkward. I love you. Um, I love you too. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think.
3: If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at he said, Ella Dijo or send us an email. Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. He said, ella dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network.
0: See you next time. Bye.